help yourself become that better version by keeping yourself accountable. And once again, this is a big concept that just gets super granular by having a project management tool. And a project management tool can simply be a journal. As long as a journal is a thing that you do indeed go back to every so often and that you do indeed take a look at the things that you told yourself that you're going to do and you're checking on whether it's been done or not, whatever tool it is, use that to once again, keep yourself accountable because that's truly how you're going to achieve not only peace of mind, but also self-respect. So the big question is this, how do small business owners like us grow our leadership, develop our teams and scale our business in a way that allows us to get our products and services out to the world yet still remain profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Bradley Hamner and this is the Club Capital Leadership Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Cup Capital Leadership Podcast. My name is Bradley Hamner, your host. On today's episode, we have Chris Ferretti. Chris was the OG co-host with me when we started the podcast back in December of 2019. So really pumped to have him back on the podcast. We go back a little bit more to to his journey and his journey the past couple of years, some of the things he's doing now. Uh, Love chatting with Chris. So many different topics. We're definitely going to have him back on. You're going to hear from him more on a regular basis. There's so many different topics for us to discuss. I think you're going to enjoy this conversation with Chris Ferretti. This podcast is brought to you by Autopilot Recruiting. Join over 1,200 State Farm agents in putting your recruiting on Autopilot. Any successful insurance agent will tell you how important team is. Finding those rock star team members doesn't happen when left to chance. It happens through consistent recruiting. You never know when you're going to lose a team member, and the key to an incredible team is constantly searching for the best talent. Autopilot Recruiting is a continuous recruiting service where you'll be assigned a recruiter that has been trained to recruit on your behalf every business day. This recruiter will take over and revamp your career plug, send out assessments, do pre-screen phone interviews, and schedule your in-office interviews. All you need to do is to show up and give a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This ongoing service is extremely affordable and a no-brainer for taking your insurance agency to the next level. Listeners of the Club Capital Leadership Podcast, go to autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code CLUBCAPITAL to get started. Again, autopilotrecruiting.com and use the code CLUBCAPITAL to get started. Chris Ferretti, welcome back to the Club Capital Leadership Podcast, my man. Bradley, Bradley, thank you so much. It is good to be back. And just really quick before we get started, I wanted to wait until we were recorded to do this. But I just want to give you your flowers for exploding the podcast in every possible way from downloads to the quality of content to everything. You've done a tremendous job and have had some incredible hosts. I mean, like legit. New York Times bestsellers to elite business coaches to all sorts of great guests. So congratulations on everything that you've done. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Listen, it means a lot coming from you. You're the OG, you know, and when we were co-hosting this thing back in the uh, beginning of 2020. And so thank you for saying that. But truly, it's not from me. I think it's uh, kudos to our listening audience. We've had some awesome people on and hopefully a guide to be able to serve people. So thank you. Well, let's jump right into it, man. So we have gone at 
a lot of different things. We love to be able to these fireside chats on Wednesday to kind of give people a little peek behind the scenes. One of the things you mentioned right before we hit record, actually, which is exactly what I wanted to chat with you about today, is like organizational efficiency. So like Club Capital has grown so much and we're not going to like what I think people are going to get some value out of is how you all have been able to build scale, build structure so that the organization can scale. And you've been a huge part of that really operations behind the scenes. And so I think that people want to know, like, what does it actually look like whenever it's getting done? And there's no perfect path, you know, and I know you make mistakes along the way. I mean, I get that. But what are some of the things that you've learned by being just a key in a key position really to help create that structure in the organization and how can that help our listeners? Yeah, would love to dive into it. So before getting started, I just also just want to give people some background on me. That way they know who I am. So Chris Ferretti joined Club Capital as employee number two back in August of 2018 and held almost every position at the company from sales to customer success to now operations. So I have seen a lot at the company. Like spoken to thousands of agents and you know have been able to onboard 600 plus clients so you learn a thing or two you know like when you go through that process so a lot of the stress that i see people run into and experience comes from the lack of organization and that comes from the lack of clarity and everything so one saying that i like to live by is that you cannot have an organization without organization so the way that we have truly been able to scale and gain peace of mind while doing that as well, to achieve peace of mind while doing that, is just to put everything together into a project management tool. So for example, like we use Asana to manage every aspect of the company from monthly accounting to taxes, to entity formation, to you name any aspect of our business, there's a project in Asana for it. And the reason why it's very important for people to do that, for business owners to do that, is because of the fact that they have to have clarity. And I don't mean clarity in as far as you, quote unquote, see what the future looks like. I mean clarity as far as like, you know what your business has to do to deliver for its clients. And you can break that down into very small, actionable steps that will actually achieve whatever that goal is. And on top of that, you're able to measure how effective you're being based on data that you're generating from the different tools that you utilize. That's what clarity actually looks like. So once again, I I cannot stress it enough. List every aspect of the business, list every function of the business and have a way to measure it. And the best way to do that is through Asana, at least for Club Capital. That's been really, really good. Yeah. And just so we'll add in to there's so many different project management tools out there. ClickUp Mm -hmm. is one that's new. Certainly Asana, Monday.com. I mean, Mm -hmm. Trello boards, so many other things. Probably less about the actual software itself than it is about whichever one you're going to stick to on a regular basis and put everything into. So I'm a big Notion guy. So Mm -hmm. I love everything in Notion. I do my personal things in Notion all the way to running all the businesses and everything you just mentioned right there, the project management tool itself in Notion, because that's what I got accustomed to. And so that's what we'll use. So were you always kind of cut out that way or did you just kind of learn 
like, oh, this is actually working. We do need to kind of build everything in there. Yeah, that's a really good question. Delphine was not always like this. I had to learn a lot in terms of project management. And once again, me telling you all this really came from the need, from the stress of me having to manage a lot of projects at any given time. And then realizing like, okay, like I have to have a central place to actually keep track of all this because especially when you want to, like I'm a firm believer that you're only going to get paid a percentage of the value that you provide to other people. So obviously for selfish reasons, you want to provide as much value as possible, as ironic as that sounds. So I try to deliver as much as possible, right? But eventually you might find yourself like spread way too thin and be forgetting things that you told people that you're going to deliver on. So that's when I decided, okay, like to look for a system that could help me keep track of all the things that I'm managing at any given time. On top of that, it feels great to have like check-ins with yourself, whether it's on a weekly, monthly basis, whatever the case is, for you to truly stay accountable to yourself. Like another phrase that I like to live by is that self-respect is earned. And what better way for you to earn respect than to truly show you yourself, check in with yourself and say, okay, two weeks ago, I told myself that I was going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. And then you can actually sit down and see like, did I accomplish this? Yes or no. And if you did, then great. If not, not a big deal. You know that you missed the mark. And then you give yourself like another week, two weeks, whatever the case is to actually hit the goals. But bottom line, things are not falling by the wayside. You're keeping yourself accountable. So yeah. there's many reasons why organization is key, not just in business, but also in your personal life as well. So I know you're a big reader. We've done our favorite book several years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you read Atomic Habits? Atomic Habits. I haven't read it, but I actually have it in my Audible list. Dude, what are you doing? You got to read this book. You got to read this book. Okay. Oh, so, because yeah? he's got some pretty amazing quotes. So, I actually had to pull this up because I was just sharing this with some other people in, uh, in Blueprint the other day. But there's this quote by James Clear from that book. And he says, Every action you take is a vote for the type of person mm. you wish to become. No single instance will transform your beliefs. And when I hear that, well, let me actually finish the quote. No single instance will transform your beliefs. But as the votes build up, so does the evidence of your new identity. So when I hear you say that, when you're talking about these check-ins, what you're sharing is, is like, ultimately, the evidence begins to kind of build up. Mm -hmm. And then this, like, self-respect comes not from like, woo-woo, I'm going to just try to say it but not actually live it out you're like you're living right. it out and you start to have self-respect to say the votes not one vote but just the votes over time and the evidence begins to pile up that it's like no i am this person i'm an organized person right what are your thoughts on that absolutely so i mean speaking of books i'm sure that you've heard of david goggins right like i mean the guy's uh yeah you're the guy's one of my yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I love him. I love everything that uh, he stands for. I mean, he's the ultimate self-accountability person. And one of his like concepts, mantras, is that you got to essentially, like, with every hard thing that you do, that's like a reminder, essentially, so that next time that you're in a hard situation, you can pull out of that cookie jar, he calls it, 
And it's like, you can pull out of the cookie jar and be like, well, wait a second. Like I've already been through tough times. So yes, this sucks me now, but I know that I'm going to get through this. And you cannot have that belief if you don't go through hard things. Like, so just like you're saying, like, there are so many business books out there, inspirational books out there that just tell you things like believe in yourself, respect yourself, love yourself, et cetera. But like all of that is earned. And what better way for you to help yourself become that better version by keeping yourself accountable. And once again, this is a big concept that just gets super granular by having a project management tool. And a project management tool can simply be a journal. As long as a journal is a thing that you do indeed go back to every so often and that you do indeed take a look at the things that you told yourself that you're going to do and you're checking on whether it's been done or not, whatever tool it is, use that to once again, keep yourself accountable because that's truly how you're going to achieve not only peace of mind, but also self-respect. What are some other things that you guys have used? I mean, obviously a project management system, a project management tool has been huge for you. What are some of the other tools of the trade that you guys have been able to put into play that's really helped with the organization? Trainial, 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 trainial. I personally 100% recommend using it. I don't know of any other alternatives right now, although I'm sure there are out there. But essentially, you want to make onboarding for new hires as easy as possible. You want to get them up and running as quickly as possible as well. And one of the ways it can hurt your team, literally hurt your existing team, bringing on new people is if you're having to constantly pull them aside to do things to like to train the new person from scratch, right? Like show this person how to use your CRM from scratch. Show this person how we use our email from scratch, because obviously like we get so many emails that I think nowadays it's really important to have like filters and rules in place for email like and whatnot. But bottom line, having to teach somebody things from scratch every single time sucks. And it really takes up a lot of time. So with Trainial, I'm able to record myself just doing different tasks related to any position and actually essentially create like a course that somebody can just take upon joining the organization so that they can get up and running as quickly as possible. And then I can build out tests. I can build out quizzes. You name it, I can do everything within Trainial. And then on top of that, it's just good to have it as a company wiki because if somebody has a question in your organization, it's very likely that other people are going to have it in the future or today. So as opposed to you, like the CEO, leader, manager, et cetera, having to answer the exact same questions over and over, just create a Trainial. And next time that somebody asks you, as opposed to booking time with them and everything, you can just send him a link to a Trainial and boom, problem solved. It also teaches you people, uh, you know, like autonomy as well. You are simply like a resource for them as opposed to you having to be in the weeds with them every single time. As a business owner, like you truly have to be the business owner and not an everyday full-time operator because there's a lot that goes into running a business besides being an operator. Like being a visionary is what comes to mind whenever I think of like a proper business owner and you cannot have time to actually create your vision and put things in motion to accomplish your vision if you're spending every single day in the weeds, training your team, onboarding them, running the company, whatever the case is. So, Yeah, yeah. Made me think, have you seen the show? Actually, I guess it's a movie. 
founder about McDonald's? Absolutely. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Didn't it make you think like they didn't have any of that stuff. They didn't have trainual. There was no such thing as a sauna notion. None of those things back then. And mm-hmm. yet they built the biggest, most successful restaurant, one of the most successful businesses of all time, but they did it based on actually documenting systems and processes. Mm-hmm. And that's something. Yep, yep, yep. And also it was like repeatable processes. A movie about McDonald's, right? And like McDonald's is a franchise. What's a franchise if not a repeatable process that like, you know that you have a great process and obviously it's all documented and everything, but it's all repeatable. It's all repeatable. So it was even more important back then to have like identify like, okay, like what steps are going to get me the results that I want. And I think that Ray Kroc just did an incredible job. Just, I do want to actually ask a specific question around this. At what level of detail are some of these trainings? Because I mean, I guess what I'm saying is we're trying to get an idea. I'm trying to think through if somebody has heard this before, but actually not taking the steps to do it in their business. They're like, okay, yeah, I need to document my systems. That makes sense. I need to have an onboarding process for a new team member. Okay, that makes sense. But yet they get so busy in the weeds and they never do it. Versus Mm -hmm. even if one person heard this, I mean, throwing out two tools, Trainual and Asana, and said, okay, Club Capital has used these tools. And again, it's less about the tools than it is about the actual doing. Can you think through maybe what you would share with someone that would help them to be able to lower the bar just enough so that they could get started in doing this. Because if like we saw Club Capital's Trainual, you Mm -hmm. saw Club Capital's Asana, it's like, holy smokes. I mean, this is like way more than I ever anticipated. Uh I'll never build something like that. And so they pull us on up for the first time and it's like blank. (laughs) there's nothing there does that make sense yeah that makes sense so we have multiple levels of training right so i think that at first it's best practice to have like 101 201 301 and what i mean by that it's like there are always nuances to every position right like if i tell you your day today is going to consist of cold calling the average like the obvious thing would be okay like pick up the phone dial hang up and you know talk to people and, and hang up but it's like, okay, like this is what you're going to say. That would be like a 201. It's like the 101 would be you literally pick up your phone, you dial, speak to the client, book the appointment, and then you hang up and then you pick up the phone again and just do that over and over and over. That's like you're going through the most obvious motions of the position. And then like as you want to get more specialized, you want to teach them more specialized aspects of their position, then like that's when I create other trainings where I reference back the 101. And then I would say it's like, okay, like in step two, I told you to do X. Well, there's actually multiple ways of doing X. And here's what happens if you get this notification when trying to do this. So it's like you build a foundation at first that lets them know what the process looks like and what the beginning, middle and end looks like. And then you build upon, okay, well, in the beginning, X, Y, Z can happen. That's one trainer. In the middle, you might run into this. In the end, like you might run into this. And here's how you fix whatever things you run into. So that's how we structure things here, I would say. Yeah, that's what I have to say about that. So like, don't throw everything at once at the people 
like just learning something for the first time because you're going to confuse them a lot. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. I think that it's almost at times for me looking back. So I just did one. I just did one. Again, I put it in notion yesterday and it was actually about onboarding. As a matter of fact, it was an onboarding Mm -hmm. thing. And so I was conducting an onboarding call for a new client. So I had my list pulled up and then I realized as I started just to talk kind of like this, I was like, oh man, we're missing this. We're missing this. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I went in because eventually I'm not going to do the onboarding for a new client. But I realized there was four or five things that I wanted to talk about, but that wasn't in there. The great thing about it is that something was at least started. And so then I could go in and add context to it versus where I used to be was, well, if I'm going to do it, it has to be done perfect. It has to have a step-by-step-by-step-by-step. It has to have a Loom video attached to it. It has to have the complete thing. It has to have the slide deck done. It has to have right. everything versus, no, it doesn't. Like it can just yeah. be bullet points, like bullet mm-hmm. points, and it's 10 bullet points in sequence. Yeah. And then next time I do it, it can just improve upon it. When I got to that place, it allowed me to start realizing, you know what? Wait a minute. Again, us, I use Notion, Asana, doesn't really matter. It could be a Word document, for goodness sakes. But at least I'm going to go in and actually get started on something versus I would talk myself into procrastinating. Yeah, I certainly agree. And you know what? I'll share a personal story, actually, that will put me in the spot a little bit. But last year, I wanted to do something that I'm definitely doing this year, which is create more content around taxes and just accounting and creating bits and pieces that are educational for business owners out there. Like I remember like buying a course on how to shoot reels, buying all this crazy expensive equipment. There's a green screen, which I'm pointing to. So like, obviously people can't see like, but like, I'll show you right here. Like there's like a big green screen right there that I purchased. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I spent probably like, $5,000 in equipment. And I ended up just like psyching myself out essentially, like as opposed to just taking an iPhone, a super powerful camera and just shooting content, which is really what matters. I spent thousands and thousands of dollars and didn't shoot a single. I actually, I shot one video. That's it. Literally with like one video. And there's people out there that are providing incorrect accounting and tax knowledge out there that are just doing it with an iPhone, you know, like without doing a whole lot of thinking. So. You don't need the craziest technology. Like you said, a Word document could do. It's like how to train my new team member. Boom. Here's a Word document outlining the top three skills that I want you to work on in week one, two, and three, and the goals that I have for you in week one, two, or three. And then every time that I connect with this person, I'm going to reference this Word document and check things off as we go. Boom. Like any tool that gets the job done, it's a good tool. It could be, like I said, a piece of paper, Word document. It doesn't matter. Just do the work. That's what actually matters. Yeah, true. Versus like saying you're going to do the work and it's on a to-do list and not actually doing yes. the thing, right? Yeah, I yeah. agree. Also, one thing that I could say about to-do lists, stop creating to-do lists because at the end of the day, like we all know what we do with them and, and that's just forget about them because eventually it becomes so large that we just get afraid and procrastinate and just never do it. Instead of having a to-do list, like literally mark things on your calendar. Like as opposed to me telling you, I'll get to it later. Like if a team member comes to me and asks me for something that I cannot get to like right away, 
I'll say at 2.30, I'm marketing on my calendar. I'll check my email so that I can answer the question that you're asking. Or like at 2.30, I'll get back to that client. Put things in your calendar as opposed to adding them to a list where we're not necessarily making time to address that list. Because I personally, prior to doing what I just mentioned, I was never like, oh, well, I have free time. Let me take a look at my to-do list to see what I can check off. We're always in a environment that's demanding a lot from us. Like there really aren't idle times where we can just address random tasks. So to help yourself, just put things on the calendar that you know that you're going to do at some point in time because it's on your calendar and stick to that calendar as well. Can I add a little context to that too? Because I think that yeah. that's super valuable, but I want to add a little bit of a filter to that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that are listening to it are going to be the business owners. So they're having a lot of people that are gnawing at their time to be able to do things. And so if we took that, what you just mentioned, a little too far, then it would be like we would be basically just our time would get death by a thousand cuts is what I'm trying to say. Versus thinking about your natural energy rhythm to know when is the best time for you to do certain things. So to your point, I agree with you about it's not just on a to-do list. It's actually saying, okay, these are the things I need to get done. When this today or this week am I going to get it done based on whenever is not just do I have the time, but do I have the energy to be able to do it? So for instance, if you're going to be running, checking numbers, and like you're going to be looking at financials here, that's a good example. Let's, Let's think about club capital. So I need to review my monthly financial report to be able to look at my revenue, my profitability, how much I spend, et cetera. I don't need high energy to do that. As a matter of fact, you can make a strong argument. If you were in a high energy state, it'd be the worst time to do that because you're going to be distracted and you're going to be wanting to do other things. Okay. So Monday mornings, as an example, I don't have a lot of energy on Monday mornings. I struggle to get into the week. And even my mornings in general is a little harder for me to get my energy going But as around 11 o'clock or so, I really pick it up. Okay. My point is, that's a great time to do that, to be able to actually have some measuring time. So thinking about taking exactly what Chris said and saying, okay, here's all my to-dos. Now I'm going to actually allocate my time to get that done. Then I'm going to make sure I'm doing it at a time that I have the most energy, or maybe not the most, but the best energy level for that related task. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, nothing. I mean, I, I feel like you went so deep into it. There really isn't anything that I could add, but certainly agree with you. It's not like just because you have some time on your calendar, it doesn't mean that you should absolutely do it. But like you should determine and know yourself and say, like you're saying, like Monday mornings are low energy for me. So like, you know, to do low energy tasks on Monday morning, like you wouldn't have, I don't know, like a board meeting Monday morning where you have to present and to like your shareholders and everything on a Monday yeah, morning yeah. because you know you have to be on point. So it's about knowing yourself and batching. And like that's another thing. It's like batching all these tasks that are alike for specific blocks as well. Like that's another like productivity thing as well. Yeah. One other tool that I want to talk about before we jump off rally and you might ask for this in the future, but it's chat GPT and just like artificial intelligence in general, like I'm super pumped about this. Like, it's so exciting that it's here. I've been messing around with it lately. I actually just got access to it. 
And it is incredible the things that you can do. I mean, you can literally, with ChatGPT and Grammarly, another tool, I can essentially have a content writer and an editor with those two tools. And I can generate content within 15 minutes. No joke. Like I could write a blog post by me just telling ChatGPT, hey, look up top 10 ways to sell insurance or top five insurances that customers shop for in zip code 21075, for example. Or like how to market to people in 21075. Like it's like you can ask whatever you would ask an expert and ChatGPT is the entire internet and it'll give it to you. Like I could literally ask ChatGPT write code for me for a tic-tac-toe game. And then I can give it feedback. Be like, hey, this looks bland. Make top left square blue, middle square red, for example. And like, it's your assistant. And with artificial intelligence, like people are afraid of like jobs going away, et cetera. I think you'll be a victim of artificial intelligence if you don't take control today, decide to take control today and say that you're going to be a creator with it, a contributor to it or somebody that's going to be leveraging artificial intelligence to actually make your job better because ChatGPT and just artificial intelligence in general, they're just tools, right? Like they still need human operation. So it's like you can become a superhuman by using them. You can become a super producer by using them. So it's like, don't be afraid and actually educate yourself because you can do a lot with it and be a more valuable employee, business owner, et cetera, with it. So as you can see, like, I'm super excited about it, but I'm excited to see your thoughts on it as well. Let's mm-hmm. then share some of our two or three top ways that we've been able to use it. So I've checked it out too, and I'm paying for chat GPT myself now. And we can talk about the free version versus the paid version, et cetera. But let's yeah. try to give some people tangible things of like, okay, I know it can do all these things, but like, what can I actually do? And so I did a demo of this with some business owners about a week and a half ago, and I actually screen shared. And so what we can do is I can screen share on this next time. And since we've got it on YouTube, we can show some people just different things we've been able to do with it and how you can actually use it because it's been pretty incredible. Some of them had heard about it a little bit, but had not really uh, dug into it. So let's get super granular, super practical, and let's do another episode just on that. And then we'll do some more on our favorite tools. Is that cool? I'm down with that, man. I'm down with it. All right, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Thank you very much for your time.